Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today. It is Monday, August 19, 2019. More ba- new week of baseball for us. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. And joining me, very happy to have my longtime friend and now make a member of uh, Win Daily. And you can check out his debut article, our pitching picks today uh, on winddailysports.com. It is Jerry Coleman. Jerry, welcome to the team and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Scott. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited to get this day of MLB started. All right, so let's start with uh, it's a night slate tonight, nine games. Uh, we got the Kansas City Royals at the Baltimore Orioles. John Means, the price has gone down, especially after a bad start the last time out. 6,400 against Kansas City. Uh, Means was great in the first half. Uh, terrific changeup, baffled a lot of hitters. But uh, it started to fall recently. But I think this could be a bounce-back spot for him, especially if you want to save some money for hitting at 6,400. There is no Coors game tonight or no Yankees, but still. And Jorge Lopez uh, is maybe somebody that, you know, you at least want to go with the Orioles mini-stack here against when you consider Lopez as a 650 ERA. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is one of them games that's got an expected run total of 10 tonight, so it's definitely supposed to be a high-scoring game. I mean, pitching-wise, I certainly would avoid both of them, to be honest with you. I mean, Means could have a bounce-back start, but, I mean, his last two starts, he's allowed 10 runs alone, so that kind of scared me from a pitching aspect, and Kansas City does have some pretty powerful right-handed bats in there as well. Yeah, they did get a few runs off the Mets this weekend. Uh, the Nationals are at the Pirates. Trevor Williams uh, has not pitched well since he's come back from the IL. Uh, you know, so maybe a few Nationals bats that you could load up on here. Our Joe Bard load on the homepage likes Matt Adams at 4,200. Uh, you know, there's one bat you can definitely consider, you know, to give you the lefty-righty uh, exposure. Uh of course, you'd have to spend up for, for everybody else. You'd have to spend up for Bryson. Uh, I, I just had a brain fart there. I thought Bryce Harper was still on the Nationals. Uh, but Joe Ross has pitched really well since he's come back up. Kind of a rebirth, if you will, and he's only uh, 6,900. Yeah, Joe Ross, though, is, is just one of them guys where I'd like to see a few more starts out of him first. I mean, Pittsburgh can be really tough at home, and they got some really nasty left-handed bats. I mean, Adam Frazier may not be the ideal, like, star DFS player, but when you get him up against a right-handed pitcher, he can do some damage, as well as Colin Moran. So, And Josh Bell still lurking in the cleanup spot. So Joe Ross could be in for a bad day. All right. Uh, pivot off of Joe Ross, says Jerry. We got Seattle at Tampa Bay. We got Marco Gonzalez, who starts to stumble re- a little bit recently. Uh, 10,600, probably not worth it. Brendan McKay uh, has not pitched well at home this year. This game is uh, kind of giving me the avoid feel because it's not like you can stack Seattle bats, but, you know, maybe a few Tampa Bay bats here. Uh, Tommy Pham for uh, $4,000 is one that definitely uh, jumps out at me. Travis Darno is only 3,600. You know, the funny thing about Gonzalez, though, is that uh, left-handed hitters are actually having significant split against them. They're batting 340 compared to quite a bit less. The righties actually don't hit them as well as expected. I mean, 260, 11 home runs over 498 batters this year, as opposed to four home runs from lefties over 158 batters. So the home run potential seems higher with the left-handed bats, even though they're extremely limited in that lineup. 
Yeah, so you got Austin Meadows for 4,200 on DraftKings is a good play. And then you got Kiermaier for just 3,700 based on what you say. You know, maybe those are two good plays. Yeah, if the, if the manager plays it that way, I mean, he'll probably stack right-handed bats regardless. They seem to do that all the time. San Diego's at Cincinnati. Trevor Bowers at $11,700. Uh, coming off a terrible start, but this could be a rebound spot. San Diego is very depleted offensively. You know, maybe a few Cincinnati bats against Suarez here. Eugenio Suarez is only $4,600. You know, somebody I would definitely want to point to just about immediately. And then, of course, uh, you know, we got we got the youngster who's hitting the home runs all the time. Yeah, Aquino. Uh you know, the funny thing is about Bauer, though, is, I mean, he's extremely tough on righties, which is, you know, typical for a right-handed pitcher. But San Diego is an extremely right-handed bat-heavy lineup. They don't have a ton of offense in the left-handed side of things. So I think he could actually really dominate them today with little trouble, minus Manny Machado. And Machado's got incredible BVP against him. I think he's got, like, he's 9 for 16 with, like, four or five home runs. It's up there. So, I mean, outside of Machado, it should be a pretty good uh, day for old Bowers tonight. Yeah, he's actually nine for 14 for four home runs, although I know the DFS players don't lean too heavily on bad averse pitcher, but that is something that's pronounced. Uh, Machado's just 3,800 on DraftKings if you want to take that chance. I would take uh, the GPP. Yeah. Okay. Milwaukee is at St. Louis. The Cardinals moving into first place. Dakota Hudson is uh, just at 8,600. He's pitched well, but, you know, his, his FIP, et cetera, and his whip, uh, his FIP is over five, and his uh, his WHIP is over one fifty five. It makes makes him a little dangerous against this lineup. Zach Davies is somebody who wasn't pitcher well before he came off the IL, so maybe you want to consider some Cardinal bats here. Goldschmidt's just forty one hundred. Uh, Colt Wong is is thirty seven hundred. He's somebody else to consider. Well, Dexter Fowler is just thirty nine hundred. You know, the only problem with this game offensively and pitcher-wise is it's it's really one of them games that seems like it could go either way. I could seriously see watching this tonight and have a six-inning game that's 2-1 or having a game that's 6-7. But at the end of the day, I mean, with with better options on the board today, outside of maybe some Milwaukee left-handed bats, of course, Yellish is always in play, and Moustakis has had a great night last night. I kind of I'm kind of not hot on this game. Plus, St. Louis is one of the bigger parks, so, I mean... This, this is one of them ones I really can't get a good feel on, so I'm kind of avoiding it. Then you got Los Angeles and Texas. Uh, Dylan Peters is kind of underrated, 9,000. You know, maybe he could be one of your uh, salary-saving plays to a degree uh, against Colby Allard, uh, who maybe wants to give you uh, a reason to use some, uh, some angel bats tonight. Yeah, you know, Peters, I like Peters tonight. I mean, uh, for a GPP, and it's a small slate, and a lot of the pitchers are up there in price, especially on DraftKings. So you're going to have to try to find a way to get to that mid-tier to lower tier, and he's certainly a way. I mean, I would take caution. Texas is really hot right now, and I haven't had a chance to check the humidity levels, but I have a feeling the ball level, the ball could be traveling out there today. So Texas, uh, that's, that's another tough one. There could be a lot of runs there, but I definitely would take a shot on Peters today in a GPP. Then you got Detroit and Houston, and uh, Wade Miley, probably the best pitcher of, of the night outside of Bauer, or maybe overall at 11,200. Uh, going against Edwin Jackson, which means the Astros stack is uh, definitely in play for sure. Uh, Michael Brantley's 5,000. You can get Josh Reddick for just 3,200, get that split. 
Springer's 5,200. Bregman's 5,300. You have to pick exactly which bats you want. Torino's is just 3,400. So you can, if you're creative, build an Astro stack here. And, uh, you know, you want to spend up for Wade Miley in a cash game uh, and look for some hitting values. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, I mean, the Houston Astros lineup tonight is definitely going to be a good cash game lineup. Edwin Jackson, TRA is like over eight. And uh, on top of it, you know, the Tigers, this is what makes Miley so great today. Is the Tigers are pretty much near the bottom offensively versus left-handed pitching. And I've had nightmares of experiences using Wade Miley, so he kind of scares the crap out of me. But at the end of the day, the Tigers are striking out over 30% of the time in the last week, too. And since Castellanos left, they've really gone downhill offensively. So Miley's definitely viable tonight. Yeah, the numbers are there for Miley. Maybe you're thinking about past seasons. Oh, yeah, past seasons of DFS. It's just, it's like using Rick Porcello to me. They just, it's bad, bad experiences. <laughs> it's been mostly good, though, with Miley this year. Yeah, it has. I just, maybe I'm, I'm the most to believe. I've, I've seen him sink me more than once. <laughs> okay. Well, hasn't happened much this year. Chicago's in Minnesota. The last five starts for Ivan Nova have been, it's been turnaround territory, but this Minnesota Twins lineup is very tough. Uh, you know, this could be the end of the run here. You know, I'd be okay with running a twin stack. I would do it both ways. Uh, I would definitely run a twin stack because, you know, sooner or later, Nova's going to have some serious regression. But the other side of it, though, is on performance alone. I mean, at the salary, especially on DraftKings, like I said, the SP2 situation on there tonight seems really tight. And he's fairly cheap, so... If you want to go by past experience and you want a contrarian play in a low ownership and a GPP, Nova's the perfect candidate. I mean, if you, the Minnesota offense, though, I mean, is definitely scary. It's it's loaded and stacked righties and lefties. So he's in for it, but the ownership will definitely be low. All right, 8,300 if you want to go with that GPP play. And then to finish things out, we have Colorado and Arizona. We got Chichi Gonzalez against Zach Allen, who actually pitched pretty well at at Colorado last week. Uh, he's just 9,300. Maybe somebody to consider. And uh, maybe a Rocky stack, uh, a Diamondbacks mini stack. There's not too many great uh, bats in that line. Of course, Ketel Marte worth the 5,300 and Christian Walker. So maybe uh, the, the Diamondbacks mini stack to support, say, a Houston or a Minnesota stack. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I kind of have a, a thing for Adam Jones tonight. I just feel like Adam Jones is going to have one of them breakout nights against Freeland. So, and Colorado, you know, Galen's good and all, but Colorado, even though they don't hit as well outside of Colorado, they can really show up sometimes and put up numbers. And they got some really good left-handed bats in their lineup. So that, that one's going to be tricky tonight. I would probably take some players from both of them. But I would, Arizona stack is surely in play. Okay, so... uh you know, we definitely like Houston. We have we like uh, we like Minnesota, and we like Arizona for hitting. Uh, what are your top pitching picks for tonight? Give me your three top pitching picks. Would be I'd have to say Bowers, Gibson, and Nova for GPP. Oh, uh, you like Gibson, huh? I do like Gibson. The White Sox are terrible versus righties, and Gibson having up and down starts is one thing, but he's really lined up today to have a great game. Okay, so let's move on to preseason football. Jerry, how much preseason football have you been watching? I can answer that with less than one game. <laughs> less than one game. Okay, I've, well, I've been, I've been watching it tonight. If you want to play DraftKings Showdown, we have uh, San Francisco and Denver. Uh, Quarterback-wise, 
you're going to see a little of Garoppolo, but not too much. Uh, C.J. Beathard's battling uh, and is on the 49ers side with uh, Nick Mullins for the backup job. Mullins played really well last year, when uh, at least when you compare it to expectations. Uh, and Beathard's got a, a thumb injury, so basically you just got to look for guys who are getting playing time. It looks like Mullins is set up for a lot of playing tonight, Jared. Playing time tonight, Jerry. Uh, it'll be an interesting game. I got to work tonight, so I'll be watching it. <laughs> okay, so, and then at running back, you have Austin Walter has been getting some work there in the preseason, looking pretty good. Uh, and wide receiver, uh, Debo Samuel and Jalen Hurd are definitely in play as the rookies try to get some run. And uh, at tight end, uh, Caden Smith is uh you know trying to win that third tight end job he's somebody to watch but it's really really hard to handicap these preseason games i feel like you're a real nut if you're playing these on DraftKings. well there's no way to know how long anybody's going to play that's for sure or who exactly is going to stick around so difficult so, and then on the denver side they really haven't given an indication of how much Drew Locke is going to play uh, in comparison to the others, although Locke really afforded himself uh, a, a better start last week against Seattle after kind of a rough opener. Uh, running back-wise, uh, maybe the one guy, David Williams, was catching passes out of the backfield last week. Uh, wide receiver, nobody really established themselves. You won't see too much of the starters. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, Noah Fant is a guy though he had a really good week of practice and you know somebody i like is uh a value play in seasonal leagues is uh somebody who might get uh, a long look tonight well you know how i look at it is they don't call you the king for nothing so your advice is well served to listen to all right well uh it, jerry you wanted to welcome to the team why don't, why don't you tell us, uh, the listeners about your dfs experience and uh your background Oh, let's see. I started playing about seven years ago, and I've spent the last seven years playing pretty much every day at MLB available. Uh, I've been around the industry for a while. I've been in a bunch of live tournaments. Um, I've taken down a few single entries, and I've beaten experts in small private contests quite a few times. Uh, nothing to really brag about here. I just do my research, and I grind it out like everybody else. And you're probably the biggest Dodgers fan in, in the in the uh, Massachusetts area. Yeah, and I still miss Puig. I wish we had him. I love that guy. <laughs> really? Let's I see. do. It was pure entertainment, man. And L.A. is one of them cities that needs a, 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 a calm, what's the word I'm looking for? A highlighted character in their lineup. <laughs> All right. Well, the way Cody Bellinger's playing, a uh, highlighted character with numbers. Oh, Cody Bellinger is incredible. I mean, that was probably one of the best moves they made, moving them from first to outfield. It certainly expanded their depth. All right. So uh, for Scott the King Angle and uh, Jerry the Dodger Colvin, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.